Welcome to episode 128 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about all the DC stuff, including Batman and Vengeance. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and dark knight of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, the other host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all not taking any of it too seriously. Hello, Caleb. Hello. Caleb, one of the downsides of doing a podcast about pop culture during, Mm -hmm. I'd say, the past five or six months... Is that there literally is no pop culture. Yeah. We almost had NBA and MLB and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, th- we, we wouldn't don't. have followed and those. We, yeah. We, like, <laughs> I, I literally heard I MLB and I didn't know what that was. Right. Major so that League tells Baseball. Something. Yeah. Yes. We would have had to brush up on sports in order to talk about literally anything than politics. Right. But, uh... It's not gonna happen this time. We're just uh, not gonna do it. So, yep. I it, yeah, that's been I'd say our biggest struggle in show planning is figuring out show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do like, we talk about besides just talking? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I've asked the question multiple times to myself: What movie is coming out? And it, and then have come to the conclusion of no, it's not. The movie theaters no aren't movie. open. Uh, and then oh, I don't know if this got talked about. Um, in our previous episode, the the uh, the new uh, mutants movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, did we talk about this? What new mutants? <laughs> okay, so it's supposed to come out. Actually, the day this podcast comes out, it's supposed to come out in theaters because it's a safe risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's been done for two years, they've just pushed it back. There is part of me that wants that movie to be delayed again. Just to keep the joke going. Uh-huh. Like, it was supposed to come out two years ago. Yeah. It is crazy. And this sounds terrible, but, you know, movies get better with time. The amount of time you have to work on them. Mm-hmm. So this thing better be good. And if it's not... It's not going to. Why do you think so? Because do you think they had this great gem of a movie and then delayed it for two years? No. To work on it more? No, no, no. Just delayed it. Just from, like... There was a contract problem. Disney bought part of Fox. Coronavirus happened. Just all these things happened. And they're just like, meh, all right, whatever. But still, I mean, work is being done. I, I'm going to expect at least above 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And if you don't, then you have shattered everyone's dreams. Because, come on, you had plenty of time to make this thing good. So, so... We're going to have to go see this and just come back and be like, that that was not good. Because it was in the middle of the era that they're trying to figure out, do we cancel the X-Men or not? Or just keep going. Um, and that, that's been fun. But uh, I know other movies have come out and Unhinged is getting to say they're the best uh, movie in America right now. Which is totally unfair. Unhinged? Uh-huh. What is that? The the Russell Crowe movie that just doesn't oh. look good, but is the only movie out right now. So people are like, I don't know. I guess we'll go see that. I don't know. 
Yeah. The whole thing is Russell Crowe gets road rage. Yep. And tries to kill a family or something. Classic Russell. What like what in a major case of dad bod and I mean like yeah what happened to him he really let himself go I think no I think that was for this role yeah I bet it was I could see that but this movie doesn't look good at all no it's like okay yeah if it's more than ninety minutes I'd be very surprised it's like oh okay okay. So, I mean, hopefully they just haven't spoiled everything in the trailer. Right. But I don't know. Who knows? I don't think the plot's deep enough to, like, spoil anything. It's like, Russell Crowe is unhinged because road rage. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. So, he, and, and he doesn't in the end, and they probably, they hit him with a car or something. You know, some kind of callback to how it all started. Circle. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes full circle. All comes full. I'm trying to think of another full roundabout. No, I'm, I'm more <laughs> upset that I thought the same thing and you said it first. Um, no, yeah, this movie's just not gonna be good. So I was thinking, gosh, I need something to talk about, and then it happened. It happened, mm-hmm. Caleb. It happened. DC dumped all of their trailers on the internet in one day, and it was like, thank goodness, there's something to talk about. I am so excited. Yeah. Uh, how many of them ha- have y- 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 you watched? I've watched the Batman trailer. Okay. Um, and we're going to come to that. Yeah, we're going to come to that. Um, I have seen bits and pieces of the Suicide Squad and the Wonder Woman trailer. How did you see bits and pieces of the Suicide Squad trailer? Scrolling through Instagram and then keeping on scrolling. <laughs> it wasn't a trailer. I mean, that's the thing. It wasn't a trailer. What was it? It was a cast announcement because there's 30. Okay, I knew I saw there's like a logo or them. something. Yeah. There's so many that I'm just like, okay, so half of them are going to die in the first five minutes. Um, and I'm trying to figure out, mm-hmm. other than a Margot a Robbie, which of them are the actual members who are going on a mission because if all 30 of them are doing this massive ensemble cast thing then this movie is dead there's no way it's going to be good um because it has so many people in there that are just these one-off characters that there's no way it's hard for a tv show to balance that many people right and they have hours upon hours and to do this in two hours and 30 cast members that all have superpowers and everything they're gonna pull a deadpool 2 and kill off most of them very quickly yeah sorry pete davidson i don't think that you made the cut who's pete davidson he's one of them and the guy from uh from saturday night live also the guy who looks very uh pale is that him so you're talking about bags under his eyes <laughs> out of all the words to describe him i wouldn't have gone with pale i would have said hi yeah yeah and, and that's probably if i had to guess probably because of the drugs yeah uh the the guy that um was engaged to ariana grande yes yes yep. pete davidson so who is he playing one of them I don't know. There's so many of them. That's Peter hilarious. Capaldi's in it. I mean, so what? many people are in it. Yeah, Peter Capaldi's in it. Uh, Nathan Fillion is in it. Will Smith is not in it, to be fair. He's had a rough few months with certain... 
how do I say this, entanglements oh my gosh, that have dude. come to light. He's been busy. That's so mean. Yeah, I think it's so mean that she did that too. Correct. Uh, I, I saw this Instagram comment on mm-hmm. one of his posts, and this is terrible. Was it from 50 Cent? No. Okay. It was, um, he was doing jump rope, and this was right after that thing had happened. And someone was like, all right, be careful. Don't get entangled. Oh, no. <laughs> and Will Smith comments back. He's like, haha, great joke. Uh, I just want you to know that's funny, but you're going to be blocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I acknowledge uh, the humor and I appreciate it. Yeah. And now to block you. Thank you. Hey. Uh, hey, he's honest and consistent. I yep. I appreciate I like famous Will uh, Smith, YouTuber yeah. Will Smith. Yes. Um, no. So so they also put out the trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League, mm-hmm. which is just a weird concept to put the movie out again, but different. I didn't see that. I saw the clip of like Doomsday. Is that uh-huh. his name? Where yeah. He's like, uh-huh. Guess how long it is? It's gonna be four episodes. Guess how long each episode is? Two hours. No, four. Well, no, one hour each. Oh, sorry, one hour, like, each. one hour each. Sorry, sorry. So, at one point, the Snyder Cut in theaters was going to be either four hours or whittled down from four hours. Yeah. I'm kind of grateful Joss Whedon got it. Peter Jackson. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of glad, kind of glad Joss got it. Now, the cut everybody's interested in, though, is the mustache cut. They just want... We want the mustache cut. Just want to leave it in? I want the mustache cut of Superman. So what happened is during the reshoots, uh, the um, uh, a Cavill had already started on a Mission Impossible and had to grow mm-hmm. out a mustache for that. So they then had a debate. <laughs> the attorneys had a debate as to whether he shaves it off and a Mission Impossible kind of puts the, the, the mustache in to the final parts of their taping or if which would have been easier if if uh the uh i think the other movie had to take it off and cgi it off and because 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 the shooting had concluded and he was on to the next project they decided that they had to cgi off the mustache off of superman and I want the mustache cut. And I want, because I just want Superman to like slowly descend from being dead. And then he's like, <laughs> tells a dad joke or something. Or have on, <laughs> instead of his boots, I want him to have on a pair of New Balance shoes. And just like, gosh. It's like, it can't be. I'm so astounded. And then he kind of flows down. Oh, he's high astounded. I'm Superman. You know, like, just kind of dad joke it up a little yeah. bit. That would have been fantastic. I wonder if... Did they reshoot anything, or did they yeah. just have... They had massive reshoots, because Joss took it over. No, I'm saying, like, for the Snyder Cut. No, were, yeah. I don't think so. That's amazing. That Making them come back and do it again. Footage. Wow, that would have been just a weird contract. It uh, wouldn't be a cut at that point, yeah. to be honest. But It's just yep. a new movie, yep. you know. They also put out a trailer for Wonder... Woman, a 1984. Um, it looks fine. Mm-hmm. It's really all I have to say about that one. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's like, it looks fine. It looks fine. Yeah. It's like, okay. So I really right. liked the first Wonder Woman. It was fantastic. But and this I don't looks know what's fine. going on. Yeah. Like, I don't know Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, like, I don't know right. what's happening. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how I feel with a lot of DC. Like, mm-hmm. do I know what happens in Justice League? No, I didn't make it through the right. first ten minutes. Um, the movie? Yeah. It sounds terrible, but, yeah. you know. It was, a, it was fine. It like, was a fine I movie. I don't remember Superman dying for some reason. Because that was in a previous movie. Batman versus Superman. Yes. I barely remember. I do like Batfleck. I remember that much. Yeah, about Batfleck. The movie. He did a great job. People, yeah. went, oh, Ben Affleck can't be Batman. Why not? Yeah, he, he, I thought he did a fantastic job as both a Bruce and as Batman because it's essentially two different characters oh, that you yeah, got to play. He's great. So I thought he was mm-hmm. perfect. But yeah, no, the new movie for Wonder woman it's i think it's fine Kristen wig plays the bad guy and i think that the it's it's going to be great mm-hmm. and also i know her from plenty of comedic stuff so it's hard to see her in a in a more dramatic action oriented role it's a bit hard it's a bit of a stretch but i'm all about it mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it a shot because it's a good story good actress um how do you know if it's a good story it appears to be a good story based there on the trailer go. I heard. All right, so. don't lie, Danny. No, it seems fine. That's all. I don't know. That's all I really have to say about that. They, yeah. uh, they also put out trailers for a few of their games. Uh, one of them being Gotham Knights, and this uh, the plot behind it is Batman Man is dead, and it's open world. But there's a chance to play as either Robin, Batgirl, um. Red Hood or Nightwing, mm-hmm. and it's co-op and it's open. I don't know that seems cool. All right, I'll be honest. Uh, that game stuck to me a bit as I was going through that. It, I got to thinking about. All right, after I die, do I have people that come after and keep it going? Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. That one, I don't know. I think that's my first old man thought I've had of of that. Like I'm gonna die one day, and I need to start preparing for that. Um, that to to have people that I've poured into in order that they can keep going, and in mm-hmm. in this case that they they could pursue God in a similar manner. But um, I don't know. They're giving these other characters an opportunity to play their part and tell their story and their great right. characters that have all always just been um, overpowered by Batman. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're all very different. That was another thing that kind of got to me a bit is, although they're all trained by the same person, they're all very different people. Right. Um, and a few of them are more broken th- 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 than others. A few are angrier than others and more capable and just a ton of other stuff. But... Um, it's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I haven't seen too much about that. I mean, I really, mm-hmm. I kind of miss this whole thing. Besides the Batman trailer, but mm-hmm. well, speaking of the Batman back. trailer, that's the other thing everybody had been stoked about is uh, Robert Battenson. Is that the nickname that he's getting? probably? Is yeah. that it? Yeah, Battenson. Yeah, so I can almost one hundred percent confirm that that will be it. <laughs> And you heard it here first, people. Robert Battenson. Robert Battenson. Robert Battenson. No. All right, Caleb, tell me about the trailer then. Okay. The trailer starts out. The Red Warner Bros. <laughs> Smash cut. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I can only assume the villain looks like the Riddler. Yeah. I feel Internet's like that's a fair... In, in fairly big agreement on that one. Yeah. It's the Riddler. Um. 
and not the Jim Carrey yeah mess that movie was a mess yeah but oh, wait, did you ever see that one sorry yeah I've sorry, seen did you ever seen I block certain ones that I'm a Batman mind, forever but... yeah is that the bat nipples no no that's Batman and Robin okay yeah now Batman forever so um Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, they hated each other so much that they did not talk during uh, filming outside of their roles together. He, Tommy Lee Jones couldn't stand Jim Carrey. And, and I was like, yeah, I can see that. Like, <laughs> I can see how that's an acquired taste. If True I'm villains. Old, old G- <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, you know, like, yeah, I, I can see that. But, I mean, this new, new trailer looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, I'm almost sick of Batman now, mm-hmm. but you know, right. I'll let it keep on going. I guess uh, right. you know the suit looks cool. Watching yeah. Batman just like beat the crap out of some goon. Yeah, he like, really laid into that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're still punching. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I mean, he. It, it looks good. Yeah, I mean, I. It really reminds me of like the Nolan. Kind yes, of yes, vibe. Definitely. Um, but I feel like they did add a tad more whimsical, like didn't feel as like grounded as right. Nolan's, which I like personally. I right, like it to be a bit more. Um, uh, right, uh, Nolan's came off as this could actually happen, kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, up until Bane, Bane, it was kind of that like, all right, we're all right, we're back in the comic book, but yeah, uh, this does carry kind of a. F- more of a comic kind of a feel to it in that the characters are still these grandiose characters that can't mm-hmm. they they these aren't real people you know and if they are we're all dead um like woo, if they are but mm-hmm. no no that that was fantastic and and I know people are they'd been on edge because Pattinson's playing Batman and it's just kind of I think it I think it's always the same way. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, but I think I think he gets a bad rap because Twilight was so terrible. Yeah, and People Twilight was not Twilight. terrible because any of the actors. Let's well, just make well, that clear. It wasn't terrible because of Pattinson. Yeah. Or many of the actors. Yes. I think that the writing was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. The directing was not great. Right. Um, the editing also kind of kind of not the best. Yeah, people have to realize it's not always the actor's fault. 100% no, percent of the time. <laughs> no, but yeah, he is a great actor. Yeah, um, he has plenty of films to back that up, mm-hmm. and that's what's funny about all of it. I right. mean, he does like I could see how looking at him, you could be like, he can't be Bruce Wayne, right? Or Batman, but, right? You know, I think it looks pretty, pretty good. Right. I thought they did a good job of getting to the dark aspects of that character because that character, I mean, if 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 you kind of take out the early early Batman, is a dark character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, instead of the early action comics that he's like, someone he sped through a red light. I'll go stop him, and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
that character he comes about because someone uh, murders his parents and then he puts on a bat suit to fight criminals he doesn't actually have powers he's just really smart and a detective now over time the detective aspects yeah (laughs) he's got a lot of money and a lot of brain but the detective aspects have kind of um taken a back seat a little bit to the punching aspects Mm -hmm. and i guess that's fine but this character he's gonna if he's going up against the uh, bad guy that people think he's going up against he's going to need to do a bit of the detective stuff also but I do think and and I've been pretty open about this in the past I enjoy that they're broken characters a bit that they're flawed mm-hmm. because they do appear approachable and there's parts of this that um, they, they kind of depict uh, uh, Bruce as at, 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 as struggling um, as going through difficult times and I think that's really kind of a cool edge to it because too often it's just like well I'll just tap it in the bat computer and spray the bat spray and it's all it's all in the belt and all this kind of stuff and right. and, and now it's a flawed character that struggles that has pains and I don't know it's pretty approachable to me so I I enjoy kind of three dimensional characters I guess yeah, and I feel like that's, you know, why I'm, yeah, I mean, it's definitely making a character more relatable, mm-hmm. which life is not perfect, therefore, right. characters, for them to be relatable, they can't right. be perfect, and that's why a lot of people's favorite heroes are those characters that are not, you know, put together. Right. Like, mine is Spider-Man, I don't know who your favorite superhero is, but, you know, you look at Tony Stark... He's nowhere near perfect. No, and he acknowledges it too. That's the weird part. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I'm super not perfect. The only one, like, I feel like I like Captain America, but he is kind of perfect. And there's, re- I don't like Superman either because mm-hmm. he always seemed to just like put together. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I mean, but that's the kind of the interplay between those two that, to be honest, I kind of appreciate in between Batman and Superman is that one person is 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 the thing that um gosh one's kind of the thing that all of us need to aspire to be and the, the other is the actual depiction of our inner struggle right and and i i appreciate that a ton um i mean just because i can't be uh the this this a moral perfect person that doesn't go through pain or or any of that. I mean, although you can kill Superman, as we found out, but well, apparently not. He comes back, whatever. Um, but the the struggle of Batman is, I think, closer to our struggle to our own kind of inner demons. I guess that ev- mm-hmm. everybody everybody struggles through stuff. Period. Right. And and. And to claim I don't struggle through stuff is kind of untrue and unfair to everybody else. Right. Um, so, I don't know. The, the There's always the character I try and aspire to be, but then there's kind of the character I actually am a bit, which is kind of a an interesting dichotomy. And why those Who two... Who are you, Danny? Hmm? Who are you? It depends it's on your, the day. I mean, your alter I ego. would... Yeah, kind of. I I I aspire to be the s- Superman, mm-hmm. but to be honest, I have. 
kind of a few of the struggles Batman has. That sounds very egotistical, but go with it. Um, of of the wanting to get back at people, get angry, or to to kind of go and I'll just fix it on my own, push people away, kind of that type of stuff is 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 stuff that I do mm-hmm. struggle through a bit, to be honest. Um, I mean, Batman has trust issues, and I'm not even claiming they're unfounded, but there are definite trust issues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of that. Yeah. Yeah, how about you? I don't know. We're doing superhero personality yes. quizzes now? Yes. <sighs> we are officially I've BuzzFeed. I've never even thought about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. Which one are you? I want to say... I aspire to be Squirrel um, Girl. <laughs> I aspire to be like Hank Pym. I feel like it's the best. Okay. Where he's like mm-hmm. like I want to be smart mm-hmm. about stuff. I want to be like wise mm-hmm. and um and kind of use those basically. And don't trust the system. <laughs> uh, but I don't know I don't even know if those are true characteristics of Hank Pym I think they are but somewhat yeah somewhat yeah but I don't know I don't know who who did you, you actually yeah, yeah who I who I yeah. am actually probably no superhero I'm just that guy on the street the pedestrian <laughs> that gets hit by a falling brick so the guy after Hank Pym what is his name <laughs> Scott Lang. Yeah, yeah. So Scott Lang. Who, yeah. Like the nobody. So like Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said hat. That's still my favorite line in that movie. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Um, no, I I think that's fair. Just kind of the, the struggle through trying to be greater than us. And I think that's why people enjoy these stories is because it's a story about people engaging in a battle bigger than themselves right and it's everybody aspires to that especially in our culture to be a part of a thing that carries a meaning beyond ourselves and there's a ton of stuff that all of us are going through and thinking gosh that's not great that's not um a good thing going on and i need to do my part in order to fix it right and um if that's not the story of batman i don't know i don't know what is and um, uh, but the thing I've kind of picked up on in culture that I think is a bit, um, what's the word? Uh, not scary, but an indicator mm-hmm. is that these stories of not protecting people, but going and getting revenge mm-hmm. are are increasing. I mean, the idea of the anti kind of the hero, the uh, the guy that does bad stuff, even if there's a good cause, and that's getting glorified because they also put out a trailer of Black Adam, and that is is that entire story. Black Adam, let me make sure I'm saying the right name, played by Dwayne Johnson. Um, Black Adam, yeah, yeah. So I think <laughs> yeah, or Black Lightning. Looking. No, that's the CW show. Yeah, which I'm um, now typing. I'm pretty sure it's Black Adam, uh, but. Um, that character actually isn't the good guy in 
in the story. He's actually the bad guy. He's the antagonist to Shazam. Um, and they are... Oh, yeah, it's Black Adam. Yeah. They are uh, uh, starting to do part two of that movie, but he's the bad guy to that character. Mm-hmm. And between that and Deadpool of glorifying bad things done in good purposes, I think that's kind of the scarier part that um, I've been picking up on in culture for the past couple of years. And then in the Batman trailer kind of come out because as they're as he's beating up the clowns, uh, he, uh, they straight up go, who, who are you? And he goes, I am vengeance. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of. Is that in the trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the part I think is a bit problematic, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it stopped being, there's a difference between I'm trying to protect the good things or I'm trying to beat the bad things. Right. And I think they cross that boundary or, or they cross that into I'm trying to kill bad guys instead of I'm trying to protect good guys. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think that's kind of problematic. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I think so. Um, I think as far as, like our Christian standards, that is mm-hmm. bad, and that's mm-hmm. like what you're saying. I mean, as far as like what the world believes, mm-hmm. that's kind of something that is sought after, mm-hmm. and and I can see why. I mean, like you were saying, we all, I think we all yeah. have that yeah. innate desire to like something bad happens to me, right? I will that person murder everyone needs involved, yeah, to be punished, right? Um, and it typically comes from the rule follower side, which is the funny part. Um, I feel like the more of a rule follower are, the more mm-hmm. you want vengeance when someone breaks the rules, um, especially if you if it's against you. Um, and hmm. and I think that that's kind of where it gets blurry mm-hmm. for me personally. Is that it's like it's out of a good. Um, good nature you know like Mm -hmm. i i am a good i want things to be upheld right and therefore in order to make that happen we think that we need to punish that person right um especially you know take it into our own hands because that's more satisfying right honest i well i don't think it's from the desire to follow the rules i guess because that's important um it it is important to do that because if people don't do that there's just utter uh chaos and i don't think chaos is great and people that justify doing that i don't know i tend to do that a minus the and people that don't i need to murder them aspect of it but Mm um to be honest i'm tired of being told oh but you're just being a rule follower i'm like yeah it's because they're the rules. I mean, to to not do that is chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's important to do good things, to do them in a proper kind of a manner, while also understanding grace goes in that in all directions. And I think there's that point of it. It stops being about justice and starts being about if if I've been wronged, I think. I need to to get the punish or 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 I I've earned the, the ability to punish the other person. 
and that and people guise that under justice all the time and that just mm-hmm. isn't actually justice justice is slow and very right. deliberate and yep. intentional and constant and consistent um, I mean that's why you vigilantes mm-hmm. are um, not good no and because the moment we try and take it into our own hands right although it may be quicker and the same result right might happen you know right like, it's it when things happen quick I, th- I think what you said perfectly summed it up right um the fact that justice is slow yes and it's deliberate that is very. a very good thing because if can it truly be justice if it is a flauntless decision mm-hmm. um and that's what you know being a vigilante mm-hmm. typically is um, right as far as like within our actual world um, right and well i think in 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 i mean going back to dc comics in in those two it's because the system broke um mm-hmm. it it's it, they started off at a bad place i mean they don't gotham need batman because everything's great in batman yeah i mean a Batman man is there because people are dying in the streets and nobody cared. And, but but the problem is a world that includes Batman is unsustainable because of actually the stuff they brought up in Dark uh, a Night that just everybody thinks they can be a part of that and that's chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I like it, these hypotheticals. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, these hypotheticals are superheroes actually good. <laughs> that is what Where, we're tackling here. <laughs> yes, we're certainly not tackling current events where, like, some people felt it necessary to take actions into their own hands. I guess that hands. is true. I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Veiled social criticism, no worries. Um, yeah. like. I okay, mean, real I quick. Mean, but like it's... I have to acknowledge something in this room. Okay. That it is extremely hot, and I just need you guys to know that. <laughs> Danny, Danny wouldn't bring it up, but right. I'm over here suffering. It's because you're in a long sleeve hoodie. I like, know. It's, it's not because I'm wearing hoodie. long sleeves and a thing. Well, it was just hot and, in here even last time. Anyways. Anyway, I'm trying to say <laughs> anyway you on the podcast. <laughs> no, um, I I think this this is this problem that's coming into play is that if the justice aspect of things stops being just or um, if people, if it stops kind of functioning in the manner it's intended to function, then chaos breaks out because mm. everybody tries to to give their own justice and that isn't consistent. Right. Because it has to be applied in a consistent a manner. And as things come out, as, as kind of the facts come out, it changes things. Um, mm-hmm. There have been many stories that, that that the news is broke but they just got a piece of it uh and 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 just played a clip or just played a small amount and then this context came out uh it ended up blowing open the the the, the, the entire story in a different or in a kind of down a different path um but people thinking that they need to go and be the arbiter of vengeance i do to be honest i have a problem of that mm-hmm. um and i do think there's a difference between am i trying to protect good or or kill evil mm-hmm. uh there there's a good part of romans 12 that actually tells us the proper 
a manner on our way to handle people that are quote unquote evil. So right. it's in twelve eighteen through 21. Do you want to read it for us? Yep. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals onto his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So I know I brought this up in the past previous podcast, I think like three or four ago. I don't know. Uh, and I'll stop bringing it up when it stops being irrelevant to our current day. But like, <laughs> shoot, y'all seen the news recently? Yeah. It sucks. Like, I mean, but but I think through this, because everybody's upset. What would change if our perspective is instead of to go out there and kind of beat up the opposite political party? Because mm-hmm. I'd say both engines are going a little hot at this point. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. have they always, have they not always been going hot? No, not this hot. No. Not this hot? No. No, this feels a little different. <laughs> um, to be honest, I, in, in the amount of time I've been 18 until now, it's very different, mm-hmm. and tensions are way higher. Uh, this is the highest I've experienced it personally. Um, yeah. It might go back to the 50s and 60s. That is kind of a similar time, but even that I've heard is like, it still hasn't been this bad. But mm-hmm. if those of us that that care or or that profess faith in Jesus Christ... Yes. If our goal is to go out there and these people that are angry and upset and burning stuff down or open carrying and threatening other people or the other side threatening other people, there's there's enough on both sides to go around. What w- would change if our if our goal turned into repay evil with good? Mhm. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that is, mm-hmm. that's a great, great way to put it. Mm-hmm. And, and it really, I feel like what that is saying is, and, and I think we all know this here. I don't think a lot of Christians um, are going out there and, you know, getting uh, frisky, not in that way, but, um, you know, <laughs> You know, I I think that there's always exceptions, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I say not a lot, at least. Um, You know, I think think that the main point here is that people need Jesus. Right. And that's the big big thing. Um, I can't expect a Christian, I mean a a non-Christian, to uh, follow the rules of the Bible. Of course I want that. Right. You know, of course that's what God wants. Right, um, you know, but 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 I disagree. I think there are plenty of Christians that that are active and out there and upset and angry, or they're 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 proclaiming it's like, hey, it's our job to go out there and take care of these guys. It's like, no, no, it's not. It is oh, for sure. a, not a, your job to go out there and take care of it. And if I'm being obedient to Scripture, our job is to actually care 
over those that we claim are the enemy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's something that we've even talked about before, like mm-hmm. this hyper-American uh, gospel right. where there's no, there's no line between America and God. It's just, you know... Right. This thing. Right. You know, this whole, you know, it is one piece for a lot mm. of people. And that's wrong. You know, I th- I think that God infiltrates every aspect of our life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, for sure. But to merge those things is a scary thing to do because mm-hmm. you're not um, putting God on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. You're kind of making them even. And when you do that... Although it is, America has these laws where you you, you can have guns and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe it's not the best thing to intentionally go out and seek and uh, kill people. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's what you're getting at. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the 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 cases that have come up are incredibly complex. That's kind of the problem. Is right. And 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 every in. If every party is just pointing out the bad stuff on the other end, and that I think is unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, they're claiming, well, this guy, he shouldn't have even had a gun. And, and I'm staring at both ends going, like, neither of them should have owned a gun. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, this guy's doing this, but this guy's doing this. And and until both ends come at it on the perspective of, I mean, because part of this, part of Romans is talking about is as a person that is being obedient to god you give up your right to to um, to, to be honest um of vengeance mm-hmm. you give that up yep because it isn't in keeping to the thing christ did and if yeah. i actually think that a Christ is above all things, that Christ is preeminent, and that Christ has a defeated death, uh-huh. then even the threat of death or getting stuff taken or stolen or any of that or being punched or slapped or spit on, I give up mm-hmm. the right to punish them and trust that God will do that on my behalf. Yeah. And, and and to a few of them, and this is the hard part that I think Christians struggle through, to a few people, it's that God punishes them by putting that punishment on the cross. And and they may do a thing and never be punished in our, or by our standards to it. And right. that needs to be okay, because there are plenty of things all of us have done that we aren't going to be eternally punished for right and and if i if i'm trying to bear the gospel and communicate that to people then i can't do that if i think that they're unsavable yeah yeah i mean that's a huge thing mhm i mean you think about even just trying to be you know level with someone Mm -hmm. you know if you go at them not hot right you know i know for a fact if someone comes at me all hot-headed and angry am i gonna listen to them once they're like you know no jesus loves you right no (laughs) jesus loves you you dumb turd like yeah all right get out of here um 
So uh, hey, yeah. stupid! I've got good news for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, and that's kind of yeah. Like you should treat people mm-hmm. with respect and love. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in, and it's in, hard. In, in grace, I mean, that's part of this is that if a person is my uh, kind of enemy and they're hungry. I feed them? That doesn't make any sense at all. They're my enemy. But in truth, the actual enemy isn't the enemy that I think it is. It's the actual enemy. It, it's it, it's the devil. Mm-hmm. It's the spiritual darkness that plagues our planet and, and all those things. But the enemy isn't another person. The enemy is uh, the devil and the spiritual dark forces. And I tell, until that distinction is drawn... We keep treating people as if they're the enemy. And that's not a good thing. Yeah. I heard that so different. I, I like, just heard for some reason, treat people as if they're the enemy. I was like, whoa, Danny. No, no one. <laughs> well, nobody said that. Yeah, I think that's that's so good. and I And I think that it is something that, like it is easy to say, but mm-hmm. like we, I'm sure both of us struggle with that for sure. Yeah, but overcome um, evil with good. It's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, like no, it's hard. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, my personal views on on this is, I, I feel like I I've always been lucky like growing up it is hard for me to like mm-hmm. not like someone mm-hmm. if that makes sense um and you can ask my mom she will attest that like plenty of people that other people like hate mm-hmm. um and you know how like christian churches are how there's like all, there's all, there's those people that you're just like you know everyone just really dislikes although they would never say it you know classic mm-hmm. christians um i have five minute friends does that count <laughs> That's terrible, Danny. Five-minute friends? That's terrible. No, it's like, I'm great friends for five minutes. And then it's like, all right. Yeah. I need you to go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as I get older... <laughs> Is that different? Is that like... <laughs> um, I it, it definitely gets harder. And I think that, like, having that um, almost childlike mindset. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you look at a child, they it's very rare that they just like hate somebody you know at least in my you know kind of from what i've observed mm-hmm. but you know seeing and people that have different views mm-hmm. um than you or look different than you or mm-hmm. all these things and and viewing them as your enemy is just totally backwards right um like you said the enemy is the enemy and and we can't lose sight of that. It's almost like, you know, hate hate the game, not the player, but not at the same time. Hate the I'm trying to think of a good I see I always try and make analogies mm-hmm. and it never helps. So I'm yeah. just gonna back out of this one and put it in reverse. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is people with different views than you don't view them as an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I don't even like using that term. I, I'd say view everyone as a friend. View everyone as a friend. I don't know. That's just kind of how I view it. Yeah. But maybe well, there, there's – it's it's a testament to the gospel to go to a person that 
I know I should hate. And to be honest, they know I should hate them too. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, that was, um, it, it's, it, it's a testament to, uh, to the gospel though, to go to those people and do a nice thing mm-hmm. to bless them. Um, I mean, there was this, uh, there have been plenty of people I've been angry at that I've needed to be intentional to go, all right, I am angry. I, I'm, I have actual grievances against that person. Mm-hmm. And in order to push through that, I'm going to do nice things to bless them. Right. And, and it isn't because they earned it or, or isn't because of, of anything they did and to be honest it's because i'm mad and and i need to be able to go all right although i I, i'm i'm i i have anger and justifiable anger you know Mm -hmm. i talk to people and uh, they (laughs) mentioned yeah yeah that's justifiable and still you have to give it up Mm -hmm. because if it's still there it just kind of grows and boils and yep and and it doesn't do any good but on top of that that other person isn't going to come to christ if right especially if they're a non-christian if i'm a christian and i'm treating an enemy even if it's justifiable that to be angry at them even if it's justifiable they are never going to experience grace or the gospel because of how i treat them Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, if I am putting all of m- my faith and hope in Jesus and trying to be it or or trying to pattern everything I am after him, then in order to do that, I treat people that are against me as people worth trying to save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because man, if I think of all all the excuses I give God to uh, not give me a chance, do you know what I mean? Right. There, I've given God plenty of opportunity to not give me a chance, mm-hmm. and still Christ died on a cross even before I did any of those things that pushes Christ away. Christ still died on the cross to draw me closer to Himself. Right. So why do I think I get to treat other people any different? Yeah. And I think that's kind of the, I mean, getting back to the comic stuff, that's kind of the, the, uh, the problem is that they've turned it into trying to kill bad people instead of trying to protect good people. Um, if, yeah. If a person storms in and... Get the bad guys. And, and, and to be honest, uh, this is tricky at times because if, if a person, I mean, I'm a children's pastor, so if a person storms in to start uh, gunning down children... I'm gonna drop that man as fast as I can, um, and and it isn't about trying to kill this person. It's about trying to protect the twenty to twenty five people behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 about trying to to choose good instead of choose not a lot of evil, and that is different. Uh, right. And, but it's still about protecting the innocent, and I think. A, a good amount of time it ends up being the, the same choice but there's an issue of what's going on in me that expresses that i don't think as a christian i can be the anti kind of hero I, I can't be deadpool i can't be black adam and to be honest being batman is kind of problematic a little bit mm-hmm. um not as problematic as deadpool and in black adam but <laughs> those are very clearly problematic but 
there is this aspect of of Batman that gets problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's that's true, um, and I think for a lot of the the mm-hmm. heroes out there, I mean, you could probably say all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not to say that you shouldn't be able to learn things from these stories or right. enjoy them. Right. That's not what we're saying here. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of having a discussion. We but, will be going to the Batman movie, and yeah. I'll be playing the Gotham Knights game. Yeah. And and I think... And, and we may go to Wonder Woman, and it will be fine. <laughs> there's things that you can learn from these stories. Right. And that's the way to think about every movie, mm-hmm. every TV show you watch is, what can I learn that is good and profitable mm-hmm. um, for my soul? Right. And... And then just enjoy right. it. And, and ask, where is God in this? Or is God in this? There are a few movies I would say, like, he's not. Godless. He's just not here. <laughs> not here. <You> know? <laughs> Plenty of movies that I was like, I don't think I could pull one sermon clip from that <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. But, Caleb. Yes. From my perspective, there is only one, one superhero that all of us need Jesus and his name is Jesus Christ <laughs> ladies and gentlemen at long it's back I tried Jesus to ruin it and you're just continuing the, to go our Jesus Juke is back Jesus Juke Jesus Juke you just got Jesus yeah. Juke oh yeah no 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 this is all going in this all stays in this all stays this in this all stays in this all stays. <laughs> I didn't miss it. In fact, in fact, in fact, I tried not to bring it up because I knew that it would get back on your mind and you'd put a Jesus juke in somewhere. We haven't done this since like episode forty-two when we switched to video. I said, switching to video at some point, we're gonna have to make a thing for Jesus juke, and then. I hit um, an amount of inspiration at 11.30 p.m. And I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it tonight. I can't sleep anyway. Here we go. Gosh, dang it. So it's back. The bane of my existence. (laughs) I'm going to get a Jesus juke on you. Raise your hand if you taught me After Effects. Keep your hand up if this is your fault. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, I shouldn't have done... Wait, what? Why is Premiere opening? I don't, I don't know. know. Why are but, you opening <laughs> Premiere? But uh, I think I think that we could have let it die. Did you guys hear me? I, I, I knew have. where you were going. We could have. I knew where you were going. And I knew you knew. And I tried to stop But we weren't going to go anywhere else. But you just pushed right through. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Jesus Juke. We will be periodically doing this. I... I'm so excited for this awful segment, which I introduced the first time. I, all right, did I ever tell how I started this thing? Just a quick story. I created this thing because, I mean, the Jesus juke is really annoying to just bring up Jesus in a context that just Jesus doesn't fit or just kind of, it's an oversaved kind of a moment. And so I created this thing because I was bored and thought, is this, a, is this obnoxious? And yes. the first time, I said, no, it's not. 
keep working on it. And that's when I found the air horn noise. (laughs) 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 And uh, I don't think the first time I told you it was coming, I just played it and you're like, what is happening? And I'm like, yeah. No, this. Why can't it be like a nice ukulele? Ding, 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 ding. Jesus, Jim. Ding, 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 ding. You, you are know? welcome to make a competing soundboard. Uh, I'm going to get you. We will slowly turn this thing into PewDiePie. Me and, me and Jesus are going to juke you, and you're, you're, you're next. Oof. Well, um, <laughs> if there's a topic that you think it would make it easier to Jesus juke each other on... Uh, we're interested about talking about that topic or just any other topic. And the best way to contact us is actually through our Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a uh, web page. That is the weirdest way I could have said that. I don't normally do this part. Hey, Caleb, where else can they go to ask us you questions? You can also ask us questions or just say hello because we <laughs> so, like both. So you can go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special and you will find a page there at the bottom of the page where you can ask us questions and say hello. Also, you can check us out on YouTube and mm-hmm. comment and subscribe and you can that's just another way to contact us if you comment, we will see it. And um you, we would love if you would subscribe and mm-hmm. hit the bell and and if it's not harassing, we'll probably kind of respond to it. Mm-hmm. Except for the harassing. Who, yeah, actually uh, yeah, we've gotten a few of those. A few of those? Yes, we have. What, where we responded? No, no. To, where oh. someone said something harassing, and we and we were just like, cool. All right. Thank you for... We still uh, got the downloads, so I don't know what you want. <laughs> I don't think they came back. They told us to drink bleach. Um, but <laughs> that was... Are you talking about the Instagram comment? Or some of them, yeah. There's one on YouTube, too. And I was like, okay, thank you for tuning in, though. And, yes. And, and, and to be honest, I understand some of the stuff that we talk about gets a little heated and controversial yeah. topics and all that. So it actually doesn't offend me at all to get... Hey, hey, look here, right in the camera. Or listen, listen in real tight in your ear holes. Ooh. That was that was bad. We're at the end, but you know, we love you. So, yeah, yes, yes. This, Don't this you agree, getting, Danny? I do agree, but I do think that that's going to do it for us today. On that note, I don't want to end on that. I was just being that's nice. So uncomfortable. Come on, Danny. You ended up saying ear holes and then doing a weird <laughs> ASMR, and I'm just like, me no like. Uh, no, but that's going to do it for us today. So we appreciate everyone tuning into our podcast and telling everyone about yes. it. So thank you so much. But that's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. special.